Hello there, you're listening to the Park Rush Podcast. This is a theme park podcast. I'm Tom. Joining me, as ever, is Josh. Uh, hello there. Uh, hello there, Josh. How's it going? Very good, thank you. Yourself? Not too bad, not too bad. Uh, feels like we're on the brink of a uh, second coronavirus wave here, Josh. How are you preparing? Oh. Have you uh, put oh, the sandbags boy. up outside? <laughs> yeah, sandbags are up. Uh, the shutters are down. <laughs> You started to build. Uh, obviously, you've been building a roller coaster out in the back garden for at least a year now. But are you now considering a bunker of some form out there? Uh, I actually uh, have a bunker uh, in the garden, but it, the entrance is buried over. Maybe I just need to dig it out. Oh, really? Yeah. I had no idea. Uh, Dates back really to big. like the, the Second World War, I assume. Yes, uh, the house is a 1920s house. So uh, yeah, the, apparently it's quite a big bunker. It's like a three. It goes under three gardens. Yeah. So you could share it. Is it? Is it? Have the neighbours got their own entrances as well that they could dig out? No, I don't believe so. I think it's just the one entrance. Ah, oh. back in the day <laughs> when people used to just leave their front doors open. So next time your neighbours are having a, a party with too many guests in these coronavirus times, you could you could barrel under into your underground bunker and then dig up out into their garden and just pop your head out through the garage like, oi. <laughs> Just a, just a single hand comes out of the garden. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> be like the end of Toy Story. Just start freaking them out. Uh, Always watching. That's the film, right? That is it. That's basically the line. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, I, I'm I'm glad that um, that you're having a that, that you're doing well. Considering, as I say, we we may well be on the brink of a second wave of coronavirus. So I feel it's it's good timing to start um, getting acquainted with. Uh, indoor hobbies again which is what we've been doing by playing some more theme park video games um before we get onto the main topic of the of discussion this week which is roller coaster tycoon classic which is the next installments in our theme park video game review series which you've been streaming some of i've also done some streaming of roller coaster tycoon touch <laughs> that is an appropriate noise that sort of slightly wet fartish sound is absolutely what this game deserves uh, so <laughs> I spoke last week briefly about uh, some time I'd spent with Roller Coaster Tycoon 4 Mobile and spoke about how that game was just inundated, chock full of the worst mobile game tropes from energy bars to multiple currencies you can spend real money on. Best value, Josh, for a pack of gold, ninety nine ninety nine. Oh, yeah, best value. Exactly. Uh, Roller Coaster Tycoon Touch, whilst you can't spend £100 in one go, I think the maximum in-app purchase was £20. It is, I think, an even worse game than Rollercoaster wow. Tycoon 4 Mobile, purely because there is yet another barrier that they place in your way to being able to build the park that you might actually want to build. So if people remember RCT4 Mobile, and, and given they originally just called it RCT4, um, they obviously wanted to position it as, as a successor of sorts to that mainline series. So it was somewhat reminiscent of those kind of older RCT games, RCT 1 and 2, and the only thing that could re that was really limiting your potential was the fact that buying more land, building more elaborate rides and stuff was all gated by how much gold you had, and ultimately you didn't really earn gold at a fast enough rate to be able to build a park as quickly as you might like, and that's how they obviously tried to tempt you to spending money. Um, that is still the case in RCT Touch, but you can't, you don't even have access to to the rides and stuff that you then have to spend gold on before you have access to them 
to buy with gold, you have to find them in the form of a trading card, essentially. Uh, completing objectives, leveling up, or spending money nets you packs what? of cards, randomized packs of cards, and that is how you uh, unlock different attractions and shops and uh, and utilities, etc., to pop down in the park. Uh, but once you've unlocked them, you then still need to spend the gold to put them down, and you need to spend gold to upgrade them, etc., etc. It's just, a, it's like the worst kind of money sink, and I hated it. Did you watch any of the stream? Um, oh, if I'm honest, uh, I turned it on. Um, <laughs> I, I didn't watch it live, and then I turned on the recording, um, and. Uh, as soon as I saw it, like the, just the, the graphical, you know, interface of it all, I just went, no. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. I, because I, yeah. I, I streamed, I ended up doing RCT4 for a shockingly long time. I think I hit an hour. And this one I yes. couldn't get. To, I got to like 25 minutes and thought, I can't do this anymore. I, it, <laughs> it, it, got, it was earlier than that, actually, but I, I sort of was ploughing on anyway. But eventually I was just, I realised I have barely spoken for 10 minutes because I'm just so distraught by what I'm doing. <laughs> I should just turn this off and go and do something else. Um, but yes, a hot tip. If you want to play a theme park game on your mobile phone or tablet, don't play RCT4 Mobile. And definitely don't play RCT Touch, which apparently was some sort of port of RCT World. Are you familiar with that game? That was a PC game. Yes, uh, I have watched video of that game. That is hot garbage. Who what guessed? is what is that like? What's has that got all the in-app purchases as well? Uh, yeah, I believe so. That's so scummy. But you've never played it yourself. <laughs> no, I uh, yeah no, I didn't I didn't feel like that was worth it. Fair enough. That makes sense. Yeah, so those are two bad games that you shouldn't play. Um, that's my public service announcement for the week. Uh, Thanks. Only other thing, Josh, in terms of housekeeping, have you watched any more of your Disney wedding show? I haven't. Not this week. Oh, um, less. That's a shame. You've, yeah. You're on to series two, as we know. Uh, and, and there's another Disney Plus sort of theme park related show starting later this month. There's that sort of behind the scenes of of Animal Kingdom and also the like the aquarium at Epcot and how they look after the animals they have. I think that starts later this month. They put a trailer out. Yeah. I haven't watched it. Um, I have watched, uh, thinking about it, I have uh, watched um, Roads Less Travelled on YouTube. I don't know if you've seen that at all. I have not. Uh, it's uh, Joe Rhodes. Um, the one of the um, top Imagineers, a guy who did basically did Animal Kingdom, um, talks about how uh, elements of Animal Kingdom and and how they brought them into the park and that sort of thing. It's on YouTube, um, but it's on the official Disney YouTube channel. It's, it's pretty interesting. Cool. Yeah, he will feature in this show, which is called Magic of Disney's Animal Kingdom, uh, and it's an eight part series. And it starts on September 25th, narrated by Josh Gad of Frozen fame. And uh, yeah, it just sort of goes behind the scenes of of how uh, the Imagineers and the cast members look after the animals at Animal Kingdom, but also at the aquarium in Epcot. So um, yeah, uh, I'll check that out. It will obviously be, uh, everything will be viewed through a very 
uh, clean Disney lens, but I'm I'm always down to see some behind the scenes of the Disney parks operation. Uh, I'll be curious to know yeah, when sure. this was filmed because it would have obviously been all pre-coronavirus and. I'd imagine there'll be a disclaimer on it to say, hey, all these people that are not social distancing and not wearing masks. This was filmed last year. It's fine. Yes. Yeah, yeah. It's funny if you, there's quite a lot of adverts that have come up, like, like have been on TV recently, a lot of them for like, like alcohol, and they're all got disclaimers on them like, this was filmed pre COVID. <laughs> Hang out responsibly, <laughs> not like these guys, uh, which is quite fun. Yeah. Uh, the only other thing I've seen, Josh, is that Disney cancelled Christmas. I don't know if you've seen this. Oh. Uh, Walt Disney World has cancelled their Christmas party. So it's That's official. It. Game over. It's official. Christmas is over. It's not happening. Sorry. Great. Yeah. Uh, oh, actually, one more thing. One more thing. Uh, I, have a, I have an idea for a uh, social media video for the Park Rush feed. Oh. The uh, Harry Potter Studio Tour which I spoke about on the podcast, that was like my last day out before lockdown. <laughs> uh, they have started selling bottled butterbeer. So you, you used to get it on tap and now they'll sell it to you in a, in a bottle. And they've also, as part of this, because I think you can order it online, uh, so the ingredients have emerged. We could try and make some, Josh. Oh, yeah, yay. Yeah. Uh, do you like butterbeer? I can't remember what your stance is on butterbeer. It's fine. I, I think it's a bit overhyped, but yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I can't. I couldn't quite remember because I did have some at the studio tour, and I couldn't quite remember how it compared to the Disney uh, to the Universal one because it had been a while. Uh, I want to say the Universal one was a bit more, a bit sweeter, a bit more like um, like you could get away with it almost as a dessert. And um, right, yeah. the the studio tour one felt a bit more sophisticated, uh, kind of like a fun, a bit like a fun beer. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I, I want to say that they weren't actually quite the same. So I assume this bottled variant will be like the studio tour one they have right now. But anyway, yeah, I thought that might be fun to try. Is it so like um like bottles of beer. Oh yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I so, yeah. Cool. Yeah, the bottles are quite nice, actually. It's worth looking up. There's uh, some nice... Uh, the labelling is quite quite nice, quite swish. So, yeah, it might it could make a nice a nice gift this Christmas if it hadn't been cancelled. I'll, uh, yeah, I'll give it a go. Yeah. Uh, Josh, obviously the reason you're, you're doing well and you're in a good mood is that because you spent your morning streaming some Rollercoaster Tycoon Classic on the Parkrush Twitch page, which is twitch.tv yes. slash parkrush. And yeah. <laughs> you said, okay, uh, you didn't sound that convinced there. What's happened? Uh, no, I enjoyed it. I, I'm joking. Um, uh, yeah, it was good fun. Uh, I, the control, I, I don't know. There's, there's, some, there's some quirks about it that are, you know, I guess of uh, a remake of an old game. Uh, but yeah, it was, good. It was good, to, good to get back into it, I think. Yeah, it's funny because it's sort of an amalgamation of Rollercoaster Tycoon 1 and 2, but it's not as simple as just, oh, those two games in a package. It is its own thing that I guess kind of combines the feature sets of those two games and is presented in a very similar style in terms of its sort of retro aesthetic and its isometric viewpoint. So, yeah, and exactly. I must admit, because I, I watched the stream and it, it's been a while since I played RCT 1 and 2, but I didn't quite look as I remembered it. There was something about it that was, I don't know, it almost, it, 
I don't know how you felt about it, but the, the, the visuals looked in some way a little bit more... Maybe it was the frame rate that it was running at. I don't know. It just looked a little bit more modern to me, but almost like someone had just smeared Vaseline over the screen in an attempt to make it look old. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Yeah. Uh, uh, but it, was, so it was running at uh, pretty much 60 frames per second on my screen. Oh, okay. Uh, I was running, was playing it at um, 25.560 by 1080. Um, so it supports HD so, resolutions, which those old games wouldn't have, I guess. Yeah. And and how is it set up? Because I came into the stream after you'd already started playing. Does it have uh, sort of a selection of scenarios inspired by those original two games? Or, or is it mostly sandbox stuff that you have access to? Like, what, what's the main menu? What are they hitting you up with when you log on for the first uh, time? I, it's, it's basically uh, the... Um, all of the old levels are there. Um, that's how you... Uh, so you just go through that. So uh, you can pick... There's different... I think they've renamed the sections, but they're in different colours or different uh, materials, I guess you could say. Like uh, It goes like various stones and it goes into bronze, silver, and gold as well. And then like difficulty levels. Uh, you also have all of the kind of... Uh, you've got the two expansion packs in there or three expansion packs in there. So all of the le- levels from those as well. As well as the like um, scenario builder is in there as well. Uh, but you were just doing the sandbox, were you? Yes. Cool. Because I don't think I seem to remember when we played them for the main series, the first two games. The first one doesn't have a sandbox mode, if I remember correctly, and the second one does. Or yes, I think that's, that's the way it worked. But yeah, I was playing one of the original um, levels. Right. And are the RCT2 expansions included? Like Wacky World and... Yes. Cool. Because uh, this this is available on iOS as well. And in fact, it was originally an iOS release and Android release in late 2016. It didn't come to PC and Mac until the following September. Uh, but on iOS, it's, it's $4.99. And you do have to pay for the RCT2 expansions. Uh, but there are no other in-app purchases but I guess I think on PC and Mac, it's it's a it's a more expensive upfront purchase, but you get everything included. I think is the way it works. Yeah. Uh, cool. So uh, let's get into uh, the park you worked on. Then, uh, what, what was again? Because I came in a bit late. Was there like a template you had to choose and uh, stuff that was already placed down and kind of uh, to give you a bit of a running start, or was it a completely blank slate? Uh, so it's one of the ones that is already in the game uh, called Evergreen Gardens um, and yes yeah, so it's already in the game there are no there is nothing to it other than there's like pathways laid down and shrubbery and a couple of uh, scenery elements uh, but you have to do all of the park stuff yourself uh, the goal is to have a rating of 600 or wait uh, and, and then have yeah and then have a thousand guests in your park as well Um and we didn't get that far. In, I didn't get that far into the game. Obviously, we only played about a half hour, 40, 40 minutes-ish of it. But yeah, yeah, it was good. Um, so I, I put, obviously, I kind of tried to use some of the set elements to my benefit. Uh, so the first thing I laid down, there's a lake in the middle of the park. So the first thing I laid down was uh, some bumper boats. Get, start getting some people into the park. Inspired so by Blue Water there. Shopping Centre, did you add any uh, swan boats? I did not add swan boats, no. Oh. 
No, Less. they would have been the next on the list, I think. <laughs> um, uh, after that, uh, I added, um, I added some shops. There was like a sort of weird sort of maze area in the middle of the park, right? Um, which I guess when you came in, you would have seen it because I would have built the roller coaster over the top of it. Yeah. Um, so I kind of turned that maze area into a sh- food area. Nice. Yes, I did know no, burger stand uh, and and you and yeah. I mean, you'll get onto this, but I did appreciate how you used the existing terrain to your advantage when it came to well, clearly when it came to placing the shops down, but also as we'll get onto designing the roller coaster. Uh, uh, yeah. Um, so I kind of you know did the classic. So I know you usually put the uh, toilets like right away. <laughs> kind of put some scenery around it and that sort of thing. That's I didn't quite do it. I didn't go that mental. I'm so predictable. That's literally <laughs> the first thing I do in every roller coaster game is right, right the toilets are off to the side. You come into the park. No one wants to be able to see the toilets. You don't want the toilets to be the first thing you see. So I kind of adventure, Josh. You you go through and straight ahead of you is this enticing port of entry through this little market street that will then open up into the park. If you want to go toilet. They're off to the left, you know, out of the way. You don't yeah, see them unless smart. you turn over and actually walk over that way, you see. That's my logic. Disney-esque, yeah. Um, yeah. That's my biggest I, problem I, with RCT Touch is that I ran out of money even quicker to put the trees down to decorate the path to the toilets. <laughs> <laughs> that's when I was out. Oh, wow. So I, I kind of put the shops in a certain setup and then put the toilets behind it. Okay. So it's still sort of out of the way a little bit, so you didn't see them straight away, but you they were they were within walking distance. Right. I'm glad my philosophy is rubbing off on on the way you play. Thanks. To an extent. Um, yes. Uh, I guess one of the cool things about the park is that there's it's quite hilly. I kind of put the Ferris wheel up on the top of a hill mm-hmm. as, as a beacon to people to come, <laughs> you know, come in. From far and wide, people wake yes. up in the morning to go to work and school, and off in the distance every day is the promise one day of being able to visit whatever you called this theme park for they can see the Ferris wheel <laughs> uh, overlooking the it. town. I, should, I should, probably should have said that. I ended up, I didn't name anything to begin with. Uh, I know that's a, in, in, you know, a vital piece for you is naming the roller coasters and things. Yes, um, absolutely. I, I, I forgot. Well, you got you went back round though, and you did it. You did it before you logged off. But what did you call the park? Uh, I called it Park Rush Studios. Oh, nice. Okay, that's yeah. cool. Because I, I, I then is named... a live. It's a live podcast. Is there a live podcasting studio on site? The, uh, yes. You take a tram tour, <laughs> and you can Free just go past it. It's, it's, it's like loads of podcasts being recorded at the same time. <laughs> like crackpot team of Park Rush podcasters. Uh-huh. Yeah, you you've had you've you've had a habit, haven't you? In, in during this series of your, your go-to when it comes to building a roller coaster is is a is a Woody. Well, why yes. why is that? Because you did you did the same on Planet Coaster about a month ago or whenever that was, and um, you done it uh, you done it today as well. I guess I don't know. Wood Woody's are quite everyone ha- everyone has good memories of Woody's. I feel like uh, to an extent, yes. Uh, as I've mentioned yeah. many times before. Uh, I feel like the, my my Woody of choice <laughs> was was, was uh, Guazi was uh, maybe not particularly pleasant by the end, but I guess you, yeah, it, it was a it was a love hate relationship. But 
I don't know. There's, there's, I don't know. I guess some nostalgia to that. Uh, and sure. Uh, for, for, what is, I guess, a Germany you can use you use the terrain more to your advantage. Mm. Then uh, you know, still very close to something like that. You can just basically do whatever you want with one of them. But wood is, I feel like, the terrain benefits you a lot more. Yeah. Uh, uh, so that's and that's what I did. I um, kind of built it on top of. Uh, I guess it's meant to be like um, the mountain in Athens, right, in Greece, Mount Olympia. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, as as be- the- best known in seen in Disney's Hercules, of course. Of course, yeah. And now uh, Parkrush <laughs> Studios. Yeah. yeah. Uh, um, I hope no one from Greece is I, listening. <laughs> uh, I tried to... So I started the ride up on that on there uh, and dropped off the edge, which I thought was quite cool. Yeah, cool definitely. And you kind of dropped them in stages, right? So you came down a little bit and then uh, sort of banked slightly and then, and then went down far more vertically. Um, yes underground as well yeah. yeah and a loop over a over a walkway which was i thought yeah. particularly impressive i was pretty proud of that moment if it was kumba-esque <laughs> uh, or even more so than kumba because kumba's got that part oh there's that walkway isn't there over to kumba and kumba does go underneath the walkway which is really cool if you stand on that wall you get like the the noise that's that coaster generates is awesome um, yeah but yeah, it doesn't it doesn't loop over the, the walkway, it just it just hurtles underneath it. But this this goes a step further. Uh I don't think I've ever been on a wooden coaster that goes upside down. Um no, well so it's not a so it was um a hybrid coaster, I guess you could say, which oh, I didn't okay. realise when I picked it. Like Guazi, like um, Iron Guazi. Like Iron Guazi, yeah. Um I didn't realize I thought it was just a regular old woody until I saw that you could <clears> do a loop and I was like, wait, what? Right, yeah. Uh, Iron Gwazi, by the way, I think has been delayed now. I think it's not opening until next spring, or even though I guess yeah. it is finished. So, uh, yeah, that's a shame. They are still doing some Halloween stuff, though, Bish Gardens. I think they're just doing it all outdoors. But how the screen, oh, as they call it, will happen in some form. Yeah. Mm. Nice. Uh, yeah. Um, but, yes, I, I was I was pretty impressed with the wooden coaster that you constructed, for sure. Um, was this the first time you'd played RCT Classic, then, or have you gone into more depth with it previously? Uh, this is the first time I have given it a go. Right, yeah. And did it? I guess the key question really is like, did it feel like you were playing an old game? And did is that a, is that a positive yes. or not? And if it did feel like that, I mean, what would make you want to play this ahead of just playing one of those old RCT games? Um, I guess, uh, yeah, it does. It did definitely feel like an old game. I guess the benefit of this is that you have everything in one go, and the benefits of two in one um, and i guess as well just the fact that it's a modern release means that you know it'll be better optimized for modern machines you should be able to play it without any issues whereas as we found with those older games there's sometimes some hoops to jump through to get them running yes. properly and and then they're unlikely to take advantage of whatever nice monitor you might have whereas this one at least will run in hd and widescreen etc yeah exactly yeah uh, um <laughs> I think the the problem is is that these games a lot of them just make me want to play Parkitect these days, which um, is as Parkitect spiritual successor to two, I guess. Yes, um, Parkitect just I guess has a lot of um, benefits uh, like ease of life sort of uh, updates to it that come from 
being a more modern game. Yeah, it seems that way. But uh, I, I hope with Parkitect when we get to it as well, I, I'd love, I know obviously it's a really small team and they probably just, it's probably not particularly practical, but I would love at some point if it, if they were able to uh, get some like licensed content in there um, in the same way Planet Coaster has. I think that would be cool. Uh, one of the one of the yeah, few times cool. where I actually went, oh, playing RCT Touch was when I realised you could spend, I think, a couple quid on some Six Flags items. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, there's some Six Flags parks in uh, this as well. Okay, that makes sense. There's, I mean, there's a long running, I think, relationship, obviously, between the Six Flags brand and RCT because I'm pretty sure there was some Six Flags stuff as way back as maybe RCT 2 had some Six Flags in it. Yeah, definitely. Cool. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, and obviously, as, as we mentioned at the top, it's worth remembering that this was originally built for mobile as well. So uh, it may well be something that is, I mean, you'd assume it's really well optimized for mobile. And, and to be fair, I mean, as much as I've overall despised the two freemium RCT games that I've played on mobile, uh, I can't really complain about the interface and the, and the sort of the, the controls so much, really. It's, it works as well as you'd hope really for it seems well optimized for touch so i would expect that a more fully fledged vintage rct game that you can just <laughs> pop five quid down for and enjoy uh the touch control shouldn't hold you back from that if anything it might enhance the experience i'd imagine you could probably melt a flight away playing some roller coaster tycoon on an ipad yeah i think so. certainly if you've got a big one i think it's going to be pretty pretty spot on actually yeah um, I, I think actually it, that might be the best place to play this because as you say, you know, playing some of these older games just makes you want to play some of the more modern stuff and if you've got a PC then chances are you'll be capable of playing if not Planet Coaster, which is a bit more demanding certainly Parkitect, which could run on yeah. a fridge or something probably but if you're on tablet, I think RCT Classic seems like that would be a really good home for it actually and as I, as I say, for four ninety nine, can't really go wrong. It's not a huge gamble. So, no, yeah, exactly. I think that makes sense. Uh, one thing, I, I I was reading up a bit about the kind of the, the production of this game and basically how it got made, and I found it really interesting uh, because it, it's, uh, it just shows what a small world it is, Josh, because it basically came about while Chris Sawyer was making Transport Tycoon, uh, which um, I think was PC originally, and then... It became a mobile game while th through his work on the studio that made RCT Classic, which are called Origin 8. And I seem to remember you playing some Transport Tycoon on a phone at the Eurogamer Expo, Eurogamer Expo in yeah. 2013. <laughs> it's one the of the only yeah, things sure you didn't did. have to queue for. Yeah. Uh, and I'm a, I really like Transport Tycoon. I play a lot of that on PC. Um uh, you know, I've, I've played loads of those style of games as well. So, uh, yeah, uh, I thought that was I. I thought that a phone is a bit small for that game, mm. but uh, on a on a tablet, I can certainly see that working. Yeah, yeah, and and his transport was transport tycoon was that designed with kind of a a retro aesthetic in mind as well? Does that look like a a blast from the past, or does that look like a more modern game? Uh, no, that's that still very much looks like a blast from the past. Uh, you know, the version that you that I still play online is still uh, the old original game, basically, but uh, with some ease of life functionality in it. Oh, okay. 
Nice. So what's quite cool about that is that, um, and I guess one of the other things that maybe we can look at as well is that there's a version of, so Transport Tycoon is now basically on the PC as Open Transport Tycoon. Right. Uh, or Open TTD. Uh, and you download it for free off the website and it's supported by quite a large community. Um, and there's the same for Roller Coaster Tycoon. There's Open RCT. So maybe uh, have a look at that on a stream or something at some point. Yeah, that'd be fun. I'd be game to see that. What are the kind of what are some of the benefits that come about as part of it being open source? So there's just loads of crazy wild mods that you can download and stuff like that. Uh, I guess the main thing is the support is by the community, or uh, well, that's the main benefit for me anyway. Um, mm. So it means that people that will add benefits that will you know help them rather than having to wait on a developer to do it for them. Yeah, and it was basically, it was Chris Sawyer's work with Origin 8 on the mobile version of Transport Tycoon. They basically continued that relationship, and that's how Rollercoaster Tycoon Classic came about, and then was obviously later ported to PC. Um, and I guess it was kind of something of an olive branch to uh, RCT fans who probably felt betrayed and disgusted by Touch and 4. Um, this was, yeah... A return to what they enjoyed from their from their childhoods in many cases, I would imagine, and mm. uh, and it was well well received at the time. I think it was, you know, considered a pretty faithful port, no more, no less necessarily. But as I say, I think that was all anybody really wanted from it at that point. And it's, uh, I, I think, I can imagine it being maybe a little bit cramped on a phone, as you said about Transport Tycoon. But again, I think on an iPad, uh, it would probably work really well. So yeah, that's something I will probably indulge with at some point. Nice. But that's uh, that's RCT, RCT Classic, I guess. Um, th this train keeps steamrolling on, Josh. That's it for 2016 releases. I guess next we'll be on to, according to my list here, Disneyland Adventures. Are you looking forward to it? Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, obviously it's available on Xbox Game Pass, Josh, so hopefully... They will patch it in a couple months' time to take full advantage of the power of the Series X. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> it can run at f native 4K, 120 frames per second. <laughs> oh. What a dream. Exactly. Well, Disney is where your dreams come true, but so it's appropriate, I suppose. But yeah, that's it. So just to run through what we have got left one more time. I've, I count five games, Josh, and some would argue we should only be doing three of them because we did do that vote a few weeks ago about Jurassic World Evolution and it did win. Jurassic Park is a theme park and therefore we'll do this game, but it was a close vote. So some people might be disappointed to hear we're going to do it. But anyway, the five with that in mind are Disneyland Adventures, Parkitect, uh, Rollercoaster Tycoon Adventures, Jurassic World Evolution, and in the same vein, Parkosaurus. Yes. So uh, we, we are I mean, going to draw the line. If they were voted uh, Sorry, yeah. not theme parks, I would have streamed them. Of course, yes. Well, the streams, there's no limit to what we do there. I don't think it's the Wild West of Twitch. But uh, yes. we've got standards to uphold on the podcast feed. Hmm. Uh, but we are drawing the line hmm. at stuff like Zoo Tycoon. That's, that's a zoo. Jurassic uh, Park, though, I, it's I, a theme park. I'm, I'll probably stream it, though. Fair enough. Can't blame you. That sounds like a fun game. Uh, and Planet Zoo as well, right? Have you played any of that yet? I, I played a little bit of that. Uh, I do own it, so uh, yeah. Nice. I'll get some of that in there as well. Cool. Well, things are starting to look up, I feel. I mean, Disneyland Adventures, obviously, is not great, but uh, we might get uh, some kick out of it. I, I have faith that it's better than the last Xbox game we played, which was Scream Ride. 
It's got to be better than that. Uh, yeah. Or more enjoyable than that. Decent, try and get a decent stream of that going uh, so that Ben can actually like watch it rather than <laughs> log on to Twitch as we're finishing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure. We'll try and do it at a more sociable hour, not sort of random late afternoon on a work day or early on a Saturday morning and also stream for a bit more than 40 minutes so that people can check yes. it out. Um, also, uh, speaking about Ben, he did uh, tweet us the other day based on uh, our last podcast and your discussions about Mulan. Oh, um, yeah. Oh, you're and, on the uh, Mulan. You joined the Mulan club now. You were Mulan last week. I li- I like to. I'm, I'm going to change it every single week. Right, okay. Um, he said that you can buy it on the uh, iOS app uh, and it goes through the App Store. So uh, Apple does take the 30% cut. Oh, okay. Interesting. Um, yeah. Yeah, I wasn't sure because, as I said last week, we bought it, or we, we watched it through a Disney Plus app on the uh, on an LG TV and we were seemingly unable to actually buy the film through that. So we, we bought it through a web through the web browser and then uh, and then it you know unlocked on the app no problem but yeah I wasn't sure about all the different purchasing options that's interesting that there because Apple do have like special arrangements with is it Amazon I think like Amazon has a slightly better deal when it comes to buying movies through Apple I want to say yeah, I'm not fully like on top yeah. of it but there are there are a couple of loopholes uh, but yeah anyway um yeah, Mulan. To be honest, I've kind of, I'd, I'd kind of already forgotten that I'd, that I'd seen Mulan. <laughs> I, I, I said last week, oh, you know, it's fine. There's some stuff about it that I actually quite liked. It's a solid three stars. And now I'm thinking, oh yeah, I did watch that. Maybe it's not three stars. <laughs> I've forgotten it existed, and it's been a week. Well, wow. yeah, we'll see. We'll see how I feel about it next week. I guess. But that's going to do it, I think. That's RCT Classic in the can. Thanks for listening. Uh, you can, of course, follow us on Twitter at Parkrush Podcast and on Twitch. It's twitch.tv slash Parkrush so that you can watch whenever we uh, stream a theme park video game or a zoo video game if we're going to go rogue. Uh, yeah. You can email um, us. I'm, I'm oh. also in the process of setting up a YouTube channel, so we'll have all of our live streams archived. Oh, wow. I did not know this. Um, we've missed missed Planet Coaster and the ones before Planet Coaster, but from four mobile onwards, <laughs> brilliant! The people will yeah. be delighted to hear this news. Yes. Well, as you say, we'll probably do more Planet Coaster streaming. Uh, so, so some Planet Coaster, I guess, will end up on there, right? And uh, yeah. maybe I, you know, I could stream. I could, I could sacrifice myself, Josh, if if necessary. I'll do another screen ride stream. <laughs> Just for the purposes of archives, just for the, just for the oh, record. Boy. Yeah. Um, sorry, you can email us, podcast at parkrush.com. Find every episode at parkrush.com uh, or on your preferred podcasting app. Take it easy, everybody. Stay safe from coronavirus. And uh, see you next week. Goodbye. See ya. See ya.